Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 22 of Utopia to Me with me. Yeah, your host, Chris Locke. Good to see you again. Trust me, I can see you right now. Um, You look great. Taking care of yourself. Drinking lots of green tea. I appreciate that. Thanks. Um, You know, don't want to see people that drink (laughs) not a lot of green tea. This is is a great episode. I'm really excited for it. It's Sarah Schaefer, who's a very funny stand-up from the States, who was visiting Toronto recently, and I got to hang out with her at the Weston Harbor Castle, all the way down by the uh, Lake Ontario there. And uh, she's cool. We're going to get to her in a sec, but I just want to tell you that... I'm really lucky to be alive because I had really bad food poisoning recently, and uh, then I almost died, and then I had to cancel a ski trip. So I'm very happy to introduce this episode right now. Um, Please write in tons of messages. Be like, oh my God, I'm so glad you're alive. That'll make me feel a lot better. But man, if you've ever had food... I think I just ate raw turkey by accident, honestly. When I, I tried to detective case it and go back and was like... You know what? That might have been still pink. And that's it. And then four or five days of your lives uh, is written off on the couch watching kung fu movies, being like, hit him, hit him. And then you have to run to the bathroom. But listen to me. Sarah Schaefer is amazing. Uh, We had so much fun chatting. Um, She's from the show Nikki and Sarah Live on MTV in the States. Uh, She wrote for Fallon. She's actually wrote for Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, which I shouldn't give too much away. Actually, she says all this in the interview and that one really surprised me but she's we had so much fun um and she just recorded an album so keep an eye out for that but we're gonna get right to it i'm alive i'm not eating i'm overcooking my turkey these days and you should too overcook your turkey and drink green tea and listen to this amazing episode right now with sarah schaefer we go to her utopian world enjoy go how you doing i'm good okay me too i think (laughs) (laughs) had a green tea I'm mm. super jazzed. Mm-hmm. Um, you let me use your bathroom. That was very nice. Yeah, I, we're in my hotel room. Yes. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, listen, this is uh, your guest. The guest today is Sarah Schaefer mm-hmm. from New York, but then L.A., now yeah, L.A.? Yeah, I live in L.A. now. I'm yeah. originally from Virginia. Oh, okay. Um, which is sort of the birthplace of the United States of America. Yeah. Um that's where the vagina is yeah it's where the (laughs) vagina of the united states is which is why it's called virginia yeah Um, (laughs) oh yeah oh my god um uh yeah yeah then i lived in new york for like 13 years doing comedy and then i moved to la last year to um get some sunshine and a little bit of um a little bit of luxury for myself i was new york makes you so tired yeah 
Yeah, I go there sometimes, and uh, it's funny when you show up at a bunch of the shows. Comedians always show up with messy hair and dirt on their face, and mm-hmm. everyone's you're tired, just beaten down, yeah. beaten down. Just, just physically. I'm, I'm, I'm amazed how quickly I have sunken into a lazier lifestyle. Even though LA is supposed to be super healthy and you know whatever. Yeah. But I just remember just to go to a show in New York involved, you know, either advanced planning in the morning because I was coming from a job or whatever. Right. Or to involve leaving my apartment, getting walking seven minutes to the subway, yeah. then you know the subway ride. Then it's getting a lot out, of walking. subway. Yeah, yeah, a lot of stairs. And you know, after thirteen years of that, um, I was pretty much done. And you're living in a hole. You're yeah, paying a lot of money for a very small apartment. And um, you know, New York used to be a mecca for artists, and you know. Um, creativity and I don't know if that is it's so hard to I live keep there hearing now. that now people think it's done in a way yeah Moby wrote a of all people Moby oh wrote a really actually really good piece about really uh, artists so Moby's making. a good writer too he is he does it all <laughs> um he, he's a nice. really cute bald man um yeah. he made the move to LA and he he uh talks it he wrote an article about how um, LA is a really great place for artists right now and yeah. it's a, such a vibrant art scene. And, um, I agree with that. I That's think, good. um, you know, and there's tons of comedy shows popping up, like, and a lot of the New York comedians have come to LA. So they, um, right. they understand, um, how to do shows in the New York style, which is keep them short, make them cheap, you right. know, um, book a lot of comedians, like where I think, um, you know, maybe LA was kind of more uh, maybe in a club mentality i don't know exactly but somebody did say that to me that uh, uh, the influx of new york comedians has improved the stand-up scene or a lot of the comedy was like even in the quote-unquote indie shows or whatever a lot of it was almost character driven more than Mm -hmm. set up punchline when i first went to la um as uh i went to the first time I went to LA and was doing shows, um, I remember being at a, at a show in a little room that was connected to the improv. Oh, so yeah. these were like, you know, your Hollywood comedians yeah. doing their thing. And I was getting the younger group in the, the little side room. Right. And I remember a few of them, I was like, clearly, clearly your agent told you to go be a stand-up that it would help you get roles like right. these were actors like trying get to get a blazer just be a stand up yes blazer <laughs> hacky as yeah, hell yeah. you know and i think um now that i live there i've been able to discover you know um there's, there's some like, awesome shows there's some awesome awesome shows yeah they're continually popping up i was just there in may yeah i think i'm going back in march can i just say i mm-hmm. lived for three weeks in arlington virginia oh yeah, yeah. were you near there by no, any chance I was a little south from there in richmond okay. Um, oh, okay and uh but i'm gonna be in arlington in just a, a couple weeks um doing the doing shows oh sweet yeah that place was cool i really didn't get to do stand-up there i was mm-hmm. writing a weird movie with some other comedians <laughs> in dc but they they kept us in arlington to live yeah for that three weeks DC it was very is nice. awesome. I, I, yeah. I, I like. I really like DC. It's a, yeah, but I didn't get any. Sta- I didn't do any stand up there. I was just uh, inundated with the work on this mm-hmm. show. But yeah, I love it out there. Yeah, good audiences. Like it's a smart, sophisticated town. Yeah. Um, you know, where are you doing your show there? Arlington um, Draft House, but Cinema Draft House or Brew House is something. Where yeah. They, you know, I saw a lot of stuff there. A lot I of comedians go through there. I've heard it's a good place. Cool. To perform at, so All right. I'm looking forward to that. If there's 
anyone that listening listens to this <laughs> brand new podcast, Canadian Based podcast, Canadian. Can- yeah, Canada. There are people downloading in America already, so thanks for that. But if you're in Arlington, tell all your friends. Yeah, man. And if you're in Canada, just imagine how beautiful Arlington is. Yeah, just think about that. It's a bit warmer than here. <laughs> it's, it is a bit. <laughs> the winters aren't as harsh. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so the lake is freezing over. <laughs> let's go over some of your awesome credits before we get oh, into okay. d- building your well, this world. Is my perfect world where people just describe my accomplishments <laughs> oh, to me? Case closed. <laughs> yeah, Sarah's Utopia. Mm-hmm. Listing off her creds. Mm-hmm. That's cool. My resume is my heaven. But I did meet <laughs> you briefly in New York in 2010. Mm-hmm. You probably don't remember. There's so many bearded, schlubby comedians no, that roll through. As soon as I saw your face, I was like, oh, yeah, this guy. Yeah, this guy. I mean, do I remember exactly what was said between us? No. Oh, really? <laughs> I do. It was amazing. You're like, you were a bitch. <laughs> well, of course, oh. You're like, I brought you here to murder you. Yeah. You <laughs> said, ex- is mine. <laughs> yeah. You said exactly, I, you'll never catch me dead in LA. <laughs> no, but we, okay, so at the time I met you, your, uh, was rubber bullets was the show that mm-hmm. Scott Moran was running yeah. in the lower east side mm-hmm. and uh you were head blogger for late night with Jimmy Fallon yes, that's, that's the cool job title mm-hmm. yeah that's the job title what <laughs> did that entail totally um well late night with Jimmy Fallon was definitely the first late night show that ever embraced the internet in the way that it has um yeah. you know i remember when i first start my first um conversation with I had a I had gotten the job and I um but I wasn't started yet and I was traveling and I had to get on the phone for a conference call yeah um and to talk to the NBC Digital folks about what the online plan was going to be for Fallon and I remember and that convert this is how quickly things have changed in that conversation they were like mm, Twitter is dangerous like we don't really want to you know. Like, yeah. they were scared of Twitter. They 2010 were Twitter? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, this was 2009. <laughs> oh, 2009? Oh, yeah, there The show you go. hadn't started yet. Jimmy wanted to start the show online. Mm-hmm. Um, he did a piece every night at the same time the show would air. Oh. A video and post it. I remember it. that. And I was, yeah. like, producing those. Oh, cool. And um, they had done some before I got there, but once I got on, got in, I took over producing those, posting them, and all that stuff. And cool. Then, um, I mean, within a few months... You know, and Jimmy was like, no, I'm doing Twitter. I'm doing, I'm doing all of this. Yeah. Um, and even then, like, we wouldn't put you anything see the on potential. YouTube. Now they put everything on YouTube. Yeah. Like, they That's were, how I watch the show, basically. Yeah, I watch it's, the clips. It's, it's really interesting how quickly it's changed and how that job, you know, the people that um, work in that department that I was in, how, like, at first we were, like, writing our own pieces that went on the blog. We were part of the writing crew basically like yeah. we went to the writers we were very embedded with the show i just thought of another weird connection yeah in 2010 when i was there and i just met you briefly at that show i was also visiting my friend tim mcauliffe who was writing oh. on the show oh yes yeah tim. isn't I that crazy him. yeah and he was the one that i was working with him and nathan fielder we were in arlington oh, in together arlington. okay isn't yeah. that so weird I loved him. I didn't he, even put that connection he together. He writes for a TV show now, doesn't he? Uh, I think so. He's, he's always doing always that. He's always doing something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's I amazing. Think he wrote, like, I was watching 
either Parks and or Modern Family or something, and I saw his this yeah, episode. Is by. he's always busy. He's a um, very talented writer. Yeah. yeah. Um, so so weird anyway, connection. yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, we just uh, we built that, and I mean, the job became by the end the time I left, it was far less creative and more just about the machine of getting the show online and sharing it, and yeah. you know, and there was always creative. You know, I got to do, I got to interview like almost any guest that was willing backstage. So I met all these like Whoa. met heroes of mine. And, Who like, was the craziest one? Um, you can think of Morgan Freeman was like asleep sitting up like when I came into the room like he, he just was you could just tell he was like I've had it with all this bullshit yeah, you know? yeah. Like, um I like got to how um, old is he he's almost weirdly this he's, he's old, older but he's, yeah I mean he's def- tell. yeah he's definitely looks like he's probably in his upper 60s 70s yeah. maybe like you know he's definitely getting up there That's sorry so if he's only like 50 but, but you I, really you know, enjoyed meeting him because it was neat because he was asleep he was just sort of like I'm <laughs> over it like um and Tina Fey was amazing. You know, oh, like yeah. I got to meet some of my heroes. That yeah. was just like, you know, and I was only in there for five minutes and just doing a quick little interview. But um, it was really cool to be yeah. in that job for, and, and it was incredibly stressful. And I eventually had to leave. <laughs> but yeah, and then you did the the show with MTV. Yeah, with I, um, uh, Nikki Glaser. Mm-hmm. Um, I. Is that say Glaser or Glaser? Glaser. Glaser. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I met left. her this year at JFL Forty Two. Yeah. I left uh, uh, Fallon to – I wanted to be a writer on the show, which they kept kind of dangling the carrot, but they never gave it to me. And so it's just like, you know what? I got to – I'm a comedian. Like I'm not a blogger. And like the job was changing so much that I was just like – You're like, I need to actually eat the carrot. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Eventually I need to – if I stay here, I'll always be this job. You know, like I will – and and the schedule was so crazy. I mean, I was working like 12 hours a day. I had to be online during the show airing every night, which was like – so I had to be home in time and and be – I had every every night I had to get home and work. That's insane. After work. After work. So it was really stressful. And um, I didn't have very much time to work on other things. So I was like, I've got to get out of here. So I got a job writing for Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, which was really Yeah. I wrote questions for them. And um, I wrote for one season. And it was just Did you write the funny Snoop question where the answer was drizzle? I don't think so. Oh, man, that's funny. I don't know. I was so many <laughs> questions that I couldn't even... I remember yeah, yeah. a few that I, I don't even know if I can tell you because I'm not sure. Did you meet... What's asked. his name? Uh, uh, no, it was Meredith Vieira. Oh, was at the, host the time? I was okay. Um, and I, I only met her once because they kept the writers sequestered from the production because oh, weird. it was, had to be secret. Like, oh, I see. Anyone who had contact with contestants could not be in contact right, with Right, because we're talking about a million dollars here. A million dollars is on... They took it <laughs> very seriously. You couldn't work from home. What's the guy's name? How yeah. did I forget... The old man, that's funny. Um, Regis. Regis Philbin. Yeah. Jesus. Um, but yeah, it was a fascinating, cool job. It was like nine, you know, 10 to 5. I was out of there. You know, oh, like cool. Great money. It was in the Writers Guild. So it was a great move. And then during that time, I was able to have time to figure out this TV show idea with Nikki. Yeah. And we pitched it. And um, magically, we got to do it, which was crazy. So like yeah. leaving Fallon was the smartest move I've ever made. And like, you know. I went, you know, all I wanted was to write for him or to do stand up on the show and be validated in that way. I, all, you know, I really, their approval meant so much to me. And then the moment yeah. I leave nine months later, I got my own pilot for my own talk show. Right. That's amazing. <laughs> so whenever anyone's like down and out, I'm like, just give it time. <laughs> but also Keep the going. work for Fallon helped you get to that spot Absolutely. too, right? Where like, people trusted you. And, that- and the networking that it gave me. I mean, there were, were connections between Fallon and some of the executives. Yeah, at MTV. for sure. 
and so I was validated in their eyes. Nice. You know? And it was um, everything. When I started the job at Fallon, some of my peers in New York, I think they turned their nose up. Yeah. At the idea of a working for him because there was some people who didn't think he was funny, and I'm like, yeah. uh, look at him now. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's killing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think there was some people who thought well, he's a different kind of funny. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I, I could see how stand-ups might be better, yes, but he's, exactly. He's and just a yeah. He's just an outgoing. You no, know, and they he, has, he you know there's there's some stuff they do that is extremely and he is very good. I mean, whenever he does impressions or the songs, oh, yeah. I'm just like that's where he belongs. Like it's so funny. Yeah, you forgot he was so good at that, yeah. like on SNL and stuff. Yeah, um, but we just basically. Uh, um, like in the beginning, I remember I was hiring my team of bloggers. Like I got to hire my own people, and cool. I had I asked a few comedian friends of mine, and some of them were like, "No, it's not really for me." And I was just like, Mm-mm. "Well, where are they now? Mm-hmm. They're dead. They're dead. <laughs> they're toast. No. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. killed themselves. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, they're like that frozen homeless guy mm-hmm. in Scrooge, just like mm-hmm. living under the street. Yeah. You remember that? Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> You're like, sorry, man. No, I gave that's you a what chance, happens, man. I was uh, the ghost of your future, and you didn't take my hand. Unfortunately, I didn't get mm-hmm. to see your show with Nikki, but I've seen clips of it, and you guys are super funny. Thank you. It was good. So that'll. And now you're in the uh, past that, and that will be lead to some. Yeah, that rep it, will lead to more stuff. It is definitely giving me credit. Like I'm, I was telling you earlier, I'm pitching a TV show right yeah. now. Yeah, and I'm. It gives me credibility when I come in the room, and like you know, they know I can handle my own show, yeah. and like that I can produce and create a, a new show and be on camera and do all the things that are involved in creating your own show. Well, I, I'll um, say you can. Um, I can do it. Um, but yeah, I you know, you it's, it's hard too. Cause like I'm Nikki and I don't really, uh, work together anymore. We yeah. just sort of like, let, I moved to LA and it was just like, let's just, is she still in the, New York? Yeah. I think she might be moving to LA. Okay. Or no, she just shot a pilot in, but LA, you guys so. did your thing and it was successful. Yeah. You yeah. Don't I have mean, to we'll always... always be friends and linked, but you know, no, Hey, I used to of... work with Nathan Fielder all the time now. Mm-hmm. And for some reason he's just a celebrity all of a sudden. <laughs> So, yeah, I get that. You get it. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, she, you know, uh, I, um, I, after uh, Nikki and Sarah ended, I was yeah. like, and moved to L.A. That was sort of like, that took up some time. And then when I got out there, I was like, all right, what do I want to do? And I decided I was getting a lot of offers in the beginning for like red carpet, like wacky red carpet, and yeah. like sort of hosty, you know, the view or things like that. And um, which are all cool things. But I was like, I don't know if I want that. I yeah. want to do a show that's like a comedian's show. Like, OK, I want to do something in the daily. Show can, yeah. Can you give us an idea? Um, I want to do something that would be. I, here's how I would describe it. Something that even though this would be very hard to get to. Because you have to get through all the hoops, and then it has to be loved. Something that could be nominated for an Emmy. Yeah, like, I want to do that type of show. I want to do a scripted show, or I want to do a comedy that is like Emmy level. You know, like yeah, that'd um, be cool. In terms of, I'm talking about in terms of tone and like substantiveness. You know, yeah, like, you want to do Nikki and Sarah's Sarah would never Breaking have been nominated Bad for an Emmy. You know, like I mean, um, you know, I, I think. Uh, what about a show where a comedian starts making meth? <laughs> yeah in new and mexico some crazy hijinks yeah um yeah that sounds like a good idea um <laughs> so but doing that it. was sort of changing the direction of the ship and yeah. and that took a really long time so like i'm i've have felt a little behind and slow as to what i thought i would be at at this point but i was like it's worth the wait yeah luckily i have stand up that can support me now and yeah and, totally um, I can wait these things out and just see if I can get that type of show going. If I can't, 
then, you know, yeah. I mean, I'm doing a pilot for Travel Channel that's, like, real fluff. It's yeah, like, yeah. you know, me. Personality driven. It's like a man on the street. It's almost like cash cab, but for traveling. Yeah. You know, it's like me in front of a, I should probably shouldn't even just be just private. <laughs> um, it's, it's a, it's a game show on travel channel and I'm shooting the pilot for it. And like, you know, luckily they're really allowing flexibility yeah. to like that. It's, you know, I don't have to host it if it gets picked up that so I like on the way. top of machu picchu or something you're like hey you guys want to win a thousand dollars i maybe we that'd be amazing talk. i'm not sure exactly like this yeah. just is getting figured out and like i'm shooting it for them and we're i'm helping them out and like you know it yeah. would be a great backup plan like if yeah, these totally, other things don't work out you know it's like You'll that's, always have options like right, that coming that's up. That's what's so exciting is, like, I'm going to hold out. And, and your stand-up get... and touring and all that will always in, be informing mm-hmm. the yeah. new projects because people will keep seeing your exactly. human. Different. So... You'll, you'll meet new people, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm okay. really excited. Are you excited? I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's cool. And I wish you the best of luck. But now... No, but now, let's get into some fantasy. It sounds like, like you said, this is... Uh, we almost... Maybe this was your utopian world mm-hmm. where you just get to talk about all your goals mm-hmm. and your successes. Mm-hmm. But really, let's take you out of this world yeah. now mm-hmm. and let's build a, a more utopian world yeah. according to Sarah Schaefer. Okay. Is that cool? Yes. Now, uh, ha- you, guide me. Yeah. Virginia, mm-hmm. New York, L.A. What would your perfect utopian environment be like in your world? Um, uh, Montana. Really? Like um, Paradise Valley, Montana. Very specific. Okay, yeah. I've never um, been there, but that was... It's right on quick the on the border draw of Yellowstone. That. It's yeah. about 30, 45 minutes from Yellowstone. It is one of the most beautiful places I've ever seen. Isn't that where Ted Turner like owns most of it? Yeah, like I think a lot of celebrities... <laughs> there's a movement in Montana that it's... Um, a lot of celebrities have gotten involved where people are buying land. Yeah. Um, and they make an agreement to not to keep it real, to not farm that land. To, yeah. There's a limited amount of horses they can have. There's a limited amount of they can't. You know, like it's um, a, a movement of tr- buying land and preserving it um, naturally. So Montana's um, basically going to be like a safe haven that's when the I shit goes love, down. Love it. I love yeah. it. I, I just um, even though I love city and I love my career is my baby. It's uh, you know my life and yeah. Um, I do love. I, there's a huge part of me that wants to run away and live oh, on a yeah. ranch and never, never deal with any of this again. Totally I think relatable. About it all the, I have actually looked at land, like ranch with horses. Like how much money do I need to get a, to get out of all of this? Really? Yeah. Oh, can I say? Uh, yeah. Before, yeah, <laughs> I saw your modern comedian uh, mini doc <laughs> yeah. like online. Mm-hmm. Is that okay now? Yeah. Is yeah. it taken care of? MTV took care of it. Oh, yep. thank you, it, MTV. Season one hel- um, helped wipe it out, and then season two. Was if you guys don't know what I'm referencing, watch the modern comedian documentary with Sarah. She was in a mega debt. Yeah, I was in like sixty, close to sixty grand in debt. Um, that makes me feel uncomfortable. Like not student loans, like credit card. Yeah, debt. like I had some. Well, you describe loans. it in the doc. Like yeah, you're just I like, if I down. want something, I actually just go and get it. Yeah, I find I, a way to get it. I do. <laughs> I, I still have that in me. Yeah. Um. um but I. You also, learned your lesson. What? You learned your lesson. I learned my part. lesson. I hope. I, I mean, this past year was such a, like, tumult, like, kind of slow year that I had burned yeah. through a lot of my savings. But I'm right. still okay. You know, it's like, <laughs> but it's scary because it's like, I can't go back hey, to Hey, you're that. here touring in Toronto. Can't yeah. be that bad. Yeah, man. Toronto's a you hot know, city. Making some good dough. Um. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So you're in Montana. Yeah. And 
your debt is gone mm-hmm. from before. Yeah, I own land. But in this world, in your utopian yeah. world, who gives a shit about money, right? right? Well, yeah. But in real life, you're saying you would, mm-hmm. you are actually looking like how much would it cost to live yeah, there? Yeah, I would love to like retire to a a, a, a Western environment. Do you like I horses? Like, um, I like horses from like maybe 15 feet away. <laughs> like I don't, they're just giant beasts. Yeah. That's kind of scare me a little bit. Like yeah. I rode one when I was really little and I was like, no. Yeah. Don't like that. Um, yeah, I was on I one that freaked out I wouldn't mind being once. around, but I don't want to take care of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do with poop and other stuff. Um, I'm Maybe you can like, just have like a horse guy that goes and... Well, yeah, of course I'm going to have a ranch manager. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not going to be doing... It'll be work. like a pool boy sort of. You just get to yes. watch this hot guy stroke your My horse. My Wesley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it'll be, um, I think, you know, that, okay, so that would be my, you know, utopia. En- environment. Um, and then. And what would know, your ranch house, you'd have a ranch house? Oh, yeah, multiple houses on the property. Um, and. So know, we're talking I, like long, beautiful vistas of like mountains, vistas, yeah. snow-capped mountains, mm-hmm. woods, but lakes. But I'm close enough to a small town, you know, right. that I can go and get a beer at the lodge, And you still want some shops. Know. A few shops. Yeah, a few shops. Um, yeah. We know everyone, you know, that, that light, and there are obviously a lot of people who live that, that lifestyle already. Yeah. But they're I think rich. it would be great. Yeah, they're <laughs> they're rich or they are working real hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, I love, I would love to have like honey that I like bring to my neighbors and like, you know, just... <laughs> So you're making, are you making the honey on your ranch? Some Wesley would handle that. Wesley? Um, oh, thanks, Wes. Yeah. Wesley. Is he ever wearing a shirt or? No, he's not wearing a okay. shirt. I mean, in the wintertime, I allow him to put on you know like a, a like a really great pea coat um. <laughs> oh yeah yeah one of your choosing for sure yeah. <laughs> put this on wesley yeah. and uh, tend to the bees um go tend to the bees <laughs> i i would love to get my hands dirty and learn all those things but i have a lot of fear yeah i have a, of bees and horses so I far have fear of wilderness okay when i went this all came from i went to yellowstone and i've never been oh, more yeah. afraid and felt so small and insignificant and vulnerable than yeah. i did in that than that park because it's an enormous amount of wilderness that is untouched and you're in there with the animals. I mean, I've, I, I grew up in Virginia. Yeah. I'm sure it's similar in Toronto. If you're living in the city proper, you don't see a lot of animals. No. And when you do, it's like they're scurrying away and it's rare, you know? Um, we have a big park up North called Algonquin. mm -hmm. It's about three, four hour drive. Yeah. Same sort of thing. You can all of a sudden be like, oh, I'm in a bear's lair. Right. You know, (laughs) when you get in, you know, and I was thinking when we went to Yellowstone, I was like, all right, we're going to see. I was like, it was going to be, I'm like, it's going to be beautiful. But I lowered my expectations just because anytime I've ever tried to see an animal in the wild, it never worked out. Yeah. So I was like, you know, I'm going to see one buffalo like the whole time. That's what I thought. (laughs) Drive into the park. No joke. Almost immediately, we're in a herd of buffalo in the car. And, like, there's babies. And, really? Like, I saw probably 25 different species of animals, like, in the course of three days. Like, it was... But I felt... We went on hikes that were deep in the park. Did you see, like, you a know. cougar or something? Um, I saw bears, uh, black and grizzly. Like, just free? Out. And you're not allowed to interact with them at all. If you see an animal killing another animal, yeah. you cannot engage. You can't... Like, the rules there are, like... Yeah, do you can't not, be like, hey, guys, break it up. You have to stay. Yeah, you can't be like, no, the baby deer, no. No, you have to watch What are you it. doing? I watched a fox eat a baby deer. Like, I could really? hear it ripping the skin. Like, it was, I was probably maybe about 50 feet away. Um, but. That'd be funny if you just, instead of breaking up that, you just went up close and 
dashed some pepper on the deer for the fox. <laughs> like, like first pepper? I'm like this. grinding yeah, yeah. it on there. <laughs> like you might like this. Trust me. <laughs> oh, it's gonna. You're gonna want it. Um, wow. Yeah, that is freaky yeah, for like sure. That's too close for comfort. And gazelles and like you know just. I mean, I, they I don't even know they're called. I think gazelles are African, but they looked like gazelles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, That's a gazelle. Whatever. Antelopes. Antelopes for sure. That'd be funny um, if you said, "Isn't that a gazelle?" And the gazelle, the thing looked at you like, "Come on." Yeah. Really. <laughs> Do some research. Um, yeah. Big ram, big horn sheep. Yeah. Um, one was just standing, like on a car, <laughs> like really? parking lot, and we were like, "Whoa!" Like, I, I need mean, to go. It is. This is this is I more highly, wild than Algonquin by the yeah, sounds. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure Canada has plenty of places that are very wild. Oh yeah. Um, it's but mostly in America, wild. there's not, there's nowhere like this. I mean, this is truly wild and so, it's massive. Okay, yeah. And then they've got all the crazy, the the geysers and the yeah, it's just an amazing. That's place. what I think of. And then I also think of like, that's where they base Jellystone on for Yogi Bear. You, oh, they've got those little um like station wagons driving around the park that look like Yogi Bear. Um, oh, really? Those, like you know that car he drives in? Yeah, yeah it's it's funny. Cool. Um, but anyway. I uh, love it. And so in Montana, you don't want because it's a wildernessy. We're talking about s- oh, expansive, yeah. beautiful Wolves wilderness. Are, you know, reintroduced, but, and you know they're out. They're, yeah, but you know. stay away from me is what you're saying. Yeah, I'm. Or I'm, Wesley, get your gun. Yeah, Wesley, please take <laughs> care of it. I cool. love animals. I love nature. I'm scared of it, which is why I think I want to embrace uh, it. Embrace it because I think life would be more vibrant. I would be alive. Yeah, you know. Well, most people in our generation feel the need to get back to nature because Mm -hmm. we're in front of the computer all the time and in a city, right? Yeah. But then we forget that nature will eat us Mm -hmm. most of the time. I was was real scared. You know, just on a hike, just being – because we were so deep into the – park at that point i'm like yeah. if something went wrong we were, we're, we're toast no cell phone reception yeah no nothing <laughs> we got lost at one point i mean it was scary i yeah. was like this is how people die <laughs> how long were you guys there a week wow yeah a week was, of really digging in yeah i mean I, I, we didn't camp you know i didn't go that far come on now i need a bed um <laughs> oh really Do they have cabins or something um we stayed in a we rented a house on the border of the park outside of it. Oh, okay. But there's lodging in the we stayed at Old Faithful Inn for one night and it was amazing. I've never it's like a log cabin but a hotel. Yeah. So it's a huge log structure and the the lobby is like eight floors up of just log rafters and they have a oh, fireplace that's that's like the size of this room and you know like it, it's oh, a wow. cool. And old, by the way Old Faithful it's one of the, I compare it to like the yeah. David um the the statue yeah you've it's, seen it's the got a Im- small penis you, you yes it does have a small. <laughs> if you've seen the image you, the image has been um reproduced so much old faithful we've seen it in in pictures right so much um that you don't understand the scale of it and then when you get there you're like oh that thing is gigantic like it goes it's like up a 20-story building like in the it thing that thing shoots out of the how far away do you have to be when you look at it pretty far wasn't there a fear like this year or last year about something like it was going to explode or something? Well, or, uh, I, I Yellowstone, that in the is news. On a, Yellowstone is on a super volcano and it yeah. will, it's active. It will erupt at some point during and, and it will probably destroy. Were you worried about that too? Oh, yeah. You're like, I'm but in the most vulnerable way, part of America right now. Yeah. Because everyone, this is my thing. I would love to die. In a massive apocalypse, not later, but like right away, like the initial impact. Like, oh, really? Because I would love to die with a bunch of other people because then like 
nobody else gets to keep living and having fun. We all just, you know. Well, you don't think the idea of being <laughs> you like. you how selfish that is? Yeah. Like, I don't want anybody else to continue having fun. I want to go with everybody. Well, I was just. Uh, you feel I'm, less alone, I think. I was interested that you don't want to become a warrior that's like learns how to protect your fresh well, honey or something. I have too. I have the fantasy, the post-apocalyptic fantasy, which is um, very based on Walking Dead. Yeah. Which is me with a group of men. Yeah. Me with a group of men. Um, and I'm you like one and a of group the only of men. women, and um, we, and you're like, uh, come on, guys. I'm I, I've <laughs> joked before that I think I wish Walking Dead was just them foraging and farming. Like, because I'm such a girl, I'm like, I just want to see them making a, like making a life for themselves within the prison walls. Yeah, like, you know, I want to see their carrots. The zombies kind of ruin it. Yeah, yeah. The, the, well, now the show, the humans are ruining it. Yeah, yeah. It's getting weird. I'm all caught up. Don't worry. Um, but yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> I have many levels of fantasy, but, um, yeah, I think being, you know, being killed by a super volcano, I mean, what a great way because you're returning yeah. to, you're returning to the source. You're, you're, you're melting. Do you into, think in the moment of being killed by the super volcano, you would feel glee or fear? Like you know. would die going I feel like cool. It's like, when I, like I think about this a lot when I'm on a plane, I'm like, Okay, if shit goes down, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna die instantly, or I'm yeah. gonna just have a moment where like the plane has been torn apart and we are all gonna die. Yeah, and I will probably just I think about that a just lot. Just go and just let it happen. Yeah, and be relieved. Yeah, when I over. first started flying a lot again for comedy, like um, years ago, I. I had the fear because I hadn't flown. Oh, I used to be so afraid of flying, but now I'm. But now I, it it instantly goes like this. What was that? Ah, who cares? Mm -hmm. Like it's just so like it's all about. Yeah. If people who fly a lot, I wonder if they if they did a psychological study. This is actually something I think they should do because it'd be interesting. They may have Um, people who fly a lot, like regular commuters or you know people who are just on the plane a lot. um, If they have a different psychological outlook on life or that they they can handle stress better or yeah. something because every time you're on a plane unless you're someone who is just so dull to the world right it's a little nerve-wracking um you have to let go of control exactly yeah because you aren't you can't fly that thing you can't you're up in the air you could just if anything goes wrong chances are you're gonna die yeah it's very rare but when you're in a car you feel like i'm in control right but that was really, one of my issues not. in you're my twenties. Not 20s. at all. It's a, all a lie. You know, yeah, in never... my twenties, I was like, maybe if I was flying the plane, I'd feel better. It is a control thing. For yeah, sure. it's a control thing. It's like you know, because if you were flying, you would go, oh, I hit that bump, and I know what it is. But when you're in the back, you're just like, we just fucking hit a bump. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. You know. Like you go up to the front, like, hey, pilot, do you know about that bump? <laughs> um, you know when, yeah. uh, like, they are talking about letting people use cell phones on planes. Like, it's it's possible, and yeah. they're, they're looking into making it possible for people. And everyone's like, oh, that would be terrible. People talking on the phone. Yeah, and I was would. like, yeah, it is going to be terrible because you're going to have to deal with me saying goodbye to my family and friends every time right. there's turbulence. <laughs> yeah, you're just gonna. That's totally good. Do you have a um, bit about that? Yeah, I have a you little should. bit. I it's to, really good. I used to have a bit because it doesn't apply anymore. It makes me sad. It was one of my favorite jokes where like, and I guess I could redo it to fit what the rules are now. But it used to be that um, I would say like I was on the plane and, and the lady, the the guy next to me was listening to his um, music on yeah, his yeah. iPhone. 
And the lady came by and said, sir, it's time to turn your phone off. Yeah. And then he turns to me and he's like, <laughs> like, like me turning off, like leaving my phone on is going to really bring the plane down. Oh, then, I've seen that bit. Actually. And then I scream. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I saw you that. I think. I saw a clip of you doing that bit at UCB, I think. Yeah, I have a I very little of my stand up is online. Was that Whiplash? Yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, I Shout out to Jeremy. Jeremy Levinmont. So I wanna ask you another thing. In this beautiful, peaceful Montana uh, Vista, beautiful scape. Mm-hmm. Wesley's taking care of all the yep. shittiness. And the I want to say, this is because this yeah. is like, I can create whatever I want. Yeah, and um, you can. This is Go specifically for Wesley from Princess Bride. Oh, that? I didn't know which yeah, Wesley. This Wesley. Boy. It's him. Oh, great. Carrie L. West. It's, yeah, it's He Carrie. looks like Carrie, however you say his last name. It's the actor, but, um, you know, in, the, in my utopia, he would be Wesley. You know, I was working at a coffee shop. 15 years ago mm. and he came in used lactate milk that's what oh, i know about man. carrie always that, that tells you something <laughs> he's a farter he farts when he has dairy wesley farts <laughs> okay and there's a town nearby with some mm-hmm. shops and mm-hmm. for you to get a beer a yeah. pint with some yeah. some local atmosphere. buddies yeah how many people in like population wise total in this utopian oh, world i never know what populations are supposed to be yeah um I mean, your would, gut, go with your gut. I would say around three thousand is a great number. It's cozy. Three thousand is how big my college was, the undergrad. Yeah, where'd you go? William and Mary in Virginia. Okay. And are you still going to be a comedian in this world? By the way, no. <laughs> okay. No, we'll be released from those shackles. <laughs> no one's ever said that yet. No, I would I not like be that. a comedian. I would be completely content. I like that your utopian world, you don't need to be a comedian. Yes. That's how you feel. I would be content in living off the land. My life would be just surviving. Yeah. And and human relationships. Yeah. Maybe I was the funny one in town, <laughs> you know, but you, I wouldn't yeah. feel the need to, you know, set up an open mic or some shit. Right. Just you know? take it easy. Mm-mm. I would be just, my life would be my land. And the land and the people. I love that. Making it all harmonious, you know? So what would your perfect pub be like then down at this town that you walk to? A lot of Christmas lights. You know, love a pub with Christmas lights. Yeah. Is it wooden interior? Wooden wooden bar, wooden interior, maybe a couple moose heads, you know, on the wall. Even though I don't really, I'm not into hunting, but these would be like, we found him on the side of the road and we put his head up. Yeah. Um, Like a leather, like a vintage leather jacket. Um, You know those people that are like, oh, I I would wear a leather jacket if it was vintage because they think it separates them from being the murderer. Yeah, no, you're still, but but the problem with that is you're still perpetuating it as a fashion. I would like to see a moose head on the wall with a leather jacket hanging (laughs) from its antlers. Yeah. Um, okay, I like that. That's so, a cozy and, bar know, that I could get and, um, into. It'd have a jukebox. Old Let's just fashion. name it. What's the bar's name? Um, Tina's. <laughs> you know, it's a name. And Tina works there. And she's been there forever. You know, and she's got a smoker's lung. You know, she's... Lots of stories. Lots of stories. Tina's stories. Um, but she's like a mother figure. Oh, I love it. You know, she's like... She's great. And her sons come back from wherever they are and visit. And they help out, you know, when they visit. Do, is your actual mother there, or do you live vicariously through Tina's oh, life? Well, in Utopia, my mother would definitely be there. Uh, my mother died like oh, seven years ago, so I would be like, let's reinstate her soul <laughs> and make her into a person again. Oh, my God. That's very nice. Yeah. I'm sorry to bring that up if I... No, 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 uh, no, no, no. It's part of my life. That's now. very nice. Yeah. Um, um, so my mom would be like, uh, she'd probably live on the ranch. 
yeah. you know, in her own quarters. I would not have her in my own home. We'd need some space. Yeah. Um, and then she would. She well, you would, said you had lots of places, lots of. Yeah, there's houses. There's the uh, and we name them. You know, there's like you know Sully's Creek. Down, yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Named after Captain Sully, the uh, Miracle on the Hudson. <laughs> oh, nice! <laughs> I love him. <laughs> Do you? What's he doing now? He should be. I think uh, he's like a speaker. Like I think he retired. Yeah. I don't think he. He was like, I ain't doing that shit again. No <laughs> kidding. Like as as much as he's a hero, the nerves would be shot, right? Yeah. 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 Um, Sully's Creek. I love it. That's yeah, nice. Sully's Creek. She would live on Sully's Creek. Okay. Um, in her own cabin, and she would be the to- what she was in my life. She would be yeah. the. She would be the busybody of the town. She would be organizing things. She would be... Everybody loved her. They're, In my opinion, if you mm-hmm. don't mind me saying, it's uh, you come across to me as a busybody. Uh-huh. Do you think you get that from her? Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, I... I have a lot of my mom. I mean, I look like her. I, I have a ton of her personality. Do you think that you're a workaholic by any chance? Um... Yeah, she... Because the way you are talking about your projects, I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm a workaholic in that, um, yeah, it means everything to me. But, um, and it consumes my life, you know? Yeah, cool. Um, But... So she's busybody, running around town, getting everyone organized. Yeah, she would stay up all night, you know, doing something. My mom, long story short, um, she was a housewife, and then my dad fucked up everything oh really yeah um and we everything changed and so he's not there he might know my dad is not in (laughs) utopia (laughs) i don't really bad i don't think he's gonna listen this long into the podcast he's gonna listen it's okay Um, so (laughs) okay Oh, I feel bad for saying that. That's really mean, but no, it's just it's, it's a honest. joke. I'm being, it's, could, I'm joking. Of course, yeah, he'd be see? there. That's how you get a, you go. Just kidding, and then yeah, you wink. Just kidding. Move on. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I. Uh, so yeah, she was she, running, then she after that happened she took over she and, she became um she she couldn't get a work it could really get a job because she was a nurse before, but it had been like. 25 years right. and everything was there were computers and shit so right. she couldn't do it um so she just like to to kind of fill her time she started volunteering at a soup kitchen and made a whole network of friends and then started her own like goodwill like she had a thrift shop she, oh went, she just drove around richmond giving people food and clothes like she was our thanksgiving and christmas days were spent driving to the projects and just giving stuff to people wow. no questions asked we just walk nice. around and be like hey you're you want not this? that you don't seem like you're getting that emotional about it but i am i am no it's <laughs> you know, that's very she nice was, she was my mom had her faults but she was um yeah. amazing and she she did all of this in her 50s and she changed her life completely and she became who she was she was a shadow before and now she was her own person that's very nice and it was great and she's there i love it yeah that's beautiful there and you know and so i get um a lot of that from her I, i wish i was more charitable than her but i am in my own way nice well i didn't i I don't dedicate my whole life to it the way she did you know what making hundreds of people laugh all the time hundreds uh, a night. No. <laughs> and hundreds a night. <laughs> hundreds I have total. made hundreds Hun- of people laugh. Have- <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. No, I mean mm-hmm. like yeah. per night. Hundreds Thank of you. Making- that is, that's a vast overestimation. Yeah. Thousands and thousands <laughs> of people. Tens of people per night. Well, you just did, what, four shows at the comedy bar? Yeah. That's, they mm-hmm. pack more than 100 in there, I think. No, I don't no? know. Well, I Maybe 100? I, I had one show that was packed out oh, okay. and the rest were more lightly attended but eh, it's but january not empty. that's good I for mean, january i'd say yeah i mean i'm 
I love the challenge. It's unbearably cold here in Toronto, by the way. It's not always this bad right now. It's not too bad. I mean, I I haven't been out in the elements that much, so. Yeah. I guess New York gets almost the same weather. Yeah, in New York, you're on foot. As you know, you were on foot. Yeah, walking around. It's it's different when you have to get your own body to and from places yeah. using your muscles. <laughs> yeah. How would you get around in this Montana scape, beautiful utopian world? Definitely have a bright red pickup truck for sure. Yeah. Um, and Wesley in the back just petting a horse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wesley. Uh, he just accompanies you every- <laughs> with a Out- white horse. He waits outside of <laughs> Tina's with the horse. Yeah. Like- um, and I got like a. I don't know. I have a golf cart, too. I love golf carts. Oh, wicked. You know. Yeah, golf uh, carts really endeared themselves to me after that time when Bill Murray got busted, drunk driving one. Did you ever read about that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's so funny. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. It's a cool thing to do. Okay, what kind of food? Let's go Mm -hmm. to more fun. Mm -hmm. What kind of food would you have there in this town? Um, Well, it'll be a lot of artisanal stuff yeah of um, course that's you know, hot right now um biodynamic organic gardening um yeah and <laughs> a lot of stuff off my own land i love i have a garden in la now and i oh, love cool. that i love eating something i made it was an experience that really like opened my eyes to a lot of things in terms of like, where do you live in la by the way in Can silver I lake oh yeah nice nice and um um that i loved i found that very rewarding and like just to cook something you grew yeah at first it was weird at first i had a zucchini it was like the first thing that came in and i tasted it and i was like i kind of was grossed out by it because it in my mind it seemed dirty because it came directly from the dirt and i said how screwed up this is probably the cleanest vegetable i have ever eaten isn't that weird because i did everything no chemicals in this garden whatsoever yeah and it but disturbed me that i thought something from the grocery store was cleaner in my mind and then as, as soon as i made that as soon as I realized that, then it, that went away. And I was like, this is so fresh and yeah. delicious tasting. Like, I don't even know what vegetables tasted like before I grew my own. And they don't have the preserved, weird, cold, like... They're, well, they, they, they harvest... They have a different texture. They're a little bit right. mushier sometimes. They harvest like, traditionally, especially fruit, and bananas in particular, because they have to come from so far away, Yeah, that they harvest food way too soon before it's ripe. Because it has to make it from Mexico or whatever to wherever you are. And then so that, um, you know, you're getting a banana. I mean, most people buy bananas that are almost green, which if you lived right. down there, you would never eat. You know, you'd never pick it that soon. You would let it be ripe on the on the tree and then eat it and it would be yeah, delicious. Yeah, you said tree. I almost in my head, I was like, yeah. You, uh, it's a tree. Banana trees man. are kind of, banana plantations, I've seen them because I went to Honduras one time. And okay. um they are really creepy looking because it's just rows of banana trees. And then someone told me that um, the bigot, like these huge ass spiders live in the trees and they're called bird spiders because they eat a birds. That's what how big they about? are. Uh, that's do how they big spin they are. a web that catches birds? I don't know what they or hide. Or do they catch they them with their the hands? Bananas. I have no idea. They're like spiders with I, hands. I can't even. I'm looking it up. Bird spider. I mean, that could have been a, a lore thing that was told to me when I was there. Beware but I was, of the bird spider of Honduras. I was creeped out. That's too Real much. Real creeped out. Yeah. <laughs> they were spooky. I thought, because of that, I thought banana plantations were spooky. <laughs> I would just <laughs> think that one's in my hair, like, all the time. Yeah. Well, there was a bird t- spider. T- you know what I mean? That was another, um, I was only 19 when I went. Oh, and yeah. I was the entire trip terrified. And it, but I felt I, 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 it changed my life. 
And I, I've noticed oh, yeah. that when I do things that are, that's why I do comedy, you know, when I do things that scare me, oh yeah, I feel alive. Yeah. I was just talking about that with someone recently. It's like the things that scare me these days, that's why I feel like I should do it now. Mm-hmm. Like I used to just avoid I, it. Well, me too. I, I mean, and, and we're talking, you have to understand my level of fear is very high. So like, um, I, you know, would you go skydiving? No, no, I would not do that. Fuck that. No. But what about facing your fear? That I don't need to face that fear. For me, it's like, hey, let's um trespass. I don't like, like that. Yeah, that's fucking <laughs> terrifying to me. I'm getting yeah. in trouble. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, I'm not an adrenaline junkie by any means, but yeah. I am definitely someone who, um, you know. Um, my fears are different and the ones that I can confront are different than most people. Like, you know, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not going to be like, yeah, let's go skiing. No. Oh really? I'm going skiing next week. (laughs) No, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay. So a lot of homegrown organic Mm -hmm. food. Yeah. There would be a great pizza place in town too. Cause pizza is my favorite food. Nice. And, um, you know, they would just do it right. You know, like Indian food. Actually, it's the one type of food that I just, I can't do it. Oh my god! And sushi. We but have like good sushi. Indian food in Toronto. Yeah, but don't I mean, worry I've about eaten it. Indian don't food that it. I liked, but I just a lot of it is mushy, and I can't deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> you need some cr- like crisp to it, some crackle. I, yeah, I need something with some bite to it. Well, pizza. You know? Yeah, you guys had the best pizza in New York for mm-hmm. sure. You've probably tried all the best. I did try a lot. I, I was married to a man that. Um, you were married. I was married. Yes, um, I was married to a man that was obsessed with pizza, and we tried. We went to all the best places. So I, I definitely. How long were you married for? Three years, but we were together for ten years. Were you? It was so. It was like a young thing. Yeah, I, we met in college. It was the first one. Yeah, he was the first everything. <laughs> and then I was like, hmm. What do other penises look like? And you, oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was like, please, try this one pizza just one more time. And you're like, it's over. Yeah. No. <laughs> no more pizza. Well, he, was, he was a foodie. You know, I wouldn't describe oh, yeah. myself as a foodie. I love eating out. I love yeah. the experience of restaurants. But it could be a terrible restaurant and I'm fine. I don't care. Yeah. Um, he was a, a food snob, like a real foodie. And he was the type that was like, like when I remember when the cronut came out. Do you remember the cronut? Yes. Um, I didn't It try. was based in New York and there were lines out the door every day and it was yeah. a hysteria. And I remember thinking, I know that he is in that line because he's that person <laughs> that goes and wants to be taste the yeah. trend. And I was like, I don't want to wait in line for my food. Like that, like that isn't worth it to me. Like that is annoying as hell. Like I, right. it's not nothing is that good. <laughs> yeah, you're craving for cronut. It can go away pretty fast mm-hmm. if you have to. If you yeah. see the line, yeah, I'm. That call me lazy, whatever. But okay, so that's good. We have a nice pizza place. Mm-hmm. We got Tina's, which is beautiful yeah. wooden area. With yeah, the... you know what else? I imagine there being like in the winter time. Yeah, add anything. Take a, the, and this is something that someone told me about um, yeah. when I was in Aspen. Um, one time I went to Aspen. Not skiing? Not skiing. I was okay. there for the comedy festival back when they oh, did wicked. it. Oh, wicked. Yeah. Yeah, I always wanted to I was do there that. The, I was there the last year they did it. That, um, I was disappointed with that. Yeah, it was beautiful. I mean, it was so fun. Nice. And my The people I was there with were like, well, so apparently there's this like secret place where you can take a horse-drawn sled, you know, back into the woods and go to this restaurant you know and i was like what like i want to be a part of that like that's cool like did you do it 
Or no, they... it was like I wasn't. I was really sick when I was there. Oh. I just, and also, like we, I, you know, we didn't have time. It could have been in. I also went to Sundance one year. It could have been. It was in a ski town that that I was being told about this like yeah. place, and you know, I was like, and it, I think also. You what did the to, person you look had like to that be able told to you? Ski. Oh, you had to be able to right. ski to get to it and meet the. Th- it was some whole thing that you had to do, and it was like, oh man, that's probably for like rich people. And, yeah, you know, you get in there and Jay Z and Beyonce are in there probably, and like, you know, like yeah, just, wearing like really but they nice get sweaters. Over, they don't have to ski anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I would like to see Jay Z ski. Jay Z, I think they ski. Really? Well, they had some pictures posted um, with like a sideways New York hat on. Yeah, Beyonce posted some pictures where they were like all up in ski garb. Really? They were in Iceland, I think. Oh, and they cool. Were, you know, of course. Yeah. Why know, not? Just di- hop on over. Skiing is the best. I'm going on this trip because my friend got a really, really good deal. But I feel really almost dumb because I'm not. Cause You're we, not good? My, no, or, I'm good. My yeah. family grew up skiing, yeah. right? But then I didn't for most of my 20s and early 30s. Because I'm a comedian. Mm-hmm. Where am I going to get the money to go on a ski trip? So now I'm going on this ski trip and I feel like, am I weirdly pretending I'm rich or something? You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm going to take advantage of it and go. Thanks for listening. Yeah. <laughs> I Skiing, though, no, yeah, you definitely have to. Like last year, like um, my uh, a friend of mine was going to Hawaii and they invited Scott and I. Yeah. And they got this really nice house and it was just like, all you have to do is get there. And I was like... Yeah. Yeah. I'm making it happen. Like, And you, you did know. do it. Yeah, it was nice. awesome. Yeah, that's the thing. If someone's like, you got to get... Our generation needs to be hooked up. I know. We that's are why not, I, I just realized... We are not a wealthy generation. No, I know. Like, we're all screwed. Um, yeah. I want to do a Hawaii trip where a bunch of us want, spend the days learning to surf. Like, it's a learn to surf I trip. I saw people learning to surf, and I was like, no. So you wouldn't even do that? No, but I... Well... Is that a fear thing, though, or is that just an athletic thing? I'm not thing? a big water sports person, and yeah. waves, um, but just had too many big wipeouts growing up in the oh, waves yeah. that I was just like, the, the ocean is out of control, and I, again, like to be in control. Oh, I see um, the theme now. No, but I also don't have the stamina. Like, I'm not a great swimmer, you know. Like That'd be amazing things. if you could control the ocean. Mm-hmm. Just be like, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me um, ride you. Why though, like, we were in Kauai, which was beautiful. It was like Jurassic Park. It was like they oh, wow. shot some of those aerial shots of the mountains. That's like, it looks like Jurassic Park. Oh, there. cool. Um, it's very, very beautiful <laughs> and more, less resorty and urban looking, and it's just more wild. Yeah. Um, and it was that's that would be part of my utopia i would have also have uh, an a, island getaway a, a sister ranch on Kauai. <laughs> yeah wicked um but it was so amazing i was like it just was so beautiful and the food was so fresh and like um uh for me like the fear thing that we did was like we went on a hike and it was like really grueling and but like worth it and all those yeah. things you know and you're on the side of a cliff and you're like oh my god um but the oceans uh, in Hawaii. I'd never been to, you know, yeah, uh, barely even been to the West Coast. But um, they're really rough, especially in the winter. And, like, there's a lot of beaches you're not supposed to even get ankle deep. And there was one beach we went to that was, like, famous for being really rough. and But we didn't really know that. We Like, it says don't swim. So we were like, okay, don't swim. Yeah. It was like don't even go near the water because when we were standing there, all of a sudden, and there was rocks, like, you know like formations in the water right and all of a sudden i mean it seemed very calm 
And then all of a sudden, maybe 10 minutes had gone by, a wave came and it went probably 40 feet in the air when it hit that rock. And it was so rough. And I was, it, it, it hit my legs like shin deep and it was so strong because it was such a strong wave that I was like, I could have been knocked over just standing here. Yeah. Toes in the, in the water. It was like, no, you need to stay away from yeah the beach. The <laughs> like, ocean's like wild for real. Yeah. And the people that I was with, two of them went and got up on this rock. And I was like, I You're told dead. my boyfriend, I, I was like, if you go on that rock, I will break up with you. I cannot see you die. Yeah. How, why would you do that? To By me? just being on a rock. And they were up there and, a, and a, 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 a fairly big wave hit. And it was scary because like it was washing over the rock and that probably became very slippery at that time you know and it was like yeah. i was like get off of there you know like I these just, are the people that just moved there or no, they got these the house? friends oh, okay um, I was like, oh they please. rented the house yeah i was like please yeah. get off of there and you know they get down and then this surfer comes over he was just sitting on the beach he's like i have seen two people die on on that rock so you need to get off of it right now oh my god that's and then so scary. as we were sitting there another wave came on that specific rock that was so massive that if they had been standing there, yeah. they would have been swept away and killed. I mean, it was – that's too much for me. I mean, it bothered me the rest of the trip. I was like, how dare you? Because like, I was so yeah. – like, I was like, fine. If you want to die, that's your choice. But why would you make me watch that? So did that make you tense for the whole trip? No. I mean, but I was like – for the rest of it, I was like, don't you fucking go near that rock. You know, you, like, you know what's funny? You have these like mm-hmm. thrilling tales mm-hmm. of adventure, but, but, I'm not, yeah. but you're standing on the outside being like, be careful. Oh, look I'm, out. I've been that my whole life. I was yeah. the girl. I mean, there was um, the movie Annie. Um, yeah. The old one. <laughs> not the new one. Yeah. The movie cl- Annie. There was a girl in it. That would always go, oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness. Yeah, I remember that. And I was her growing up. I was worried about people being injured. I'd be like, get down from there. You're going <laughs> to hurt yourself. <laughs> and I would get so tense because I just, I didn't want people to be hurt. Yeah. Well, that's a nice uh, you know. per, uh, yeah. personality it's trait. It's scary when someone gets hurt, I'm, you know. Yeah. Well, I remember I used to get upset when other kids were getting in trouble mm-hmm. when I was like a little kid. I just wanted everyone to be happy. Yeah. That, getting in trouble was a big thing and still is for me. I'm super yeah. nervous. Like, my like, boyfriend don't... right now is trying... He's, like, got this plan to get revenge on someone that, like, hurt me. And he's like, it's going to be harmless. They'll never know. Um, but I'm going to do it months from now. And he has this whole plan. And I'm like, that's really adorable that you want to do that for me. But also, I am terrified. Right. Don't and get so in it's trouble. It's like signing this person up for, like, mailing lists. Like, you know, something yeah, really yeah. innocent. But they, like, won't even know what hit them. And they yeah. won't know it came from him. But I'm just like, no, don't do that. <laughs> you know, like, I would say let him do it. And then you would be embracing your fear. I know. <laughs> I actually, we were talking about revenge because I'm not a vengeful person. Yeah. My revenge is being happy usually or, or succeeding. Right, right. Or winning, you know, an award or, you know, like I'd be like, I just showed you. Yeah. Um, those people aren't even looking. They don't care. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's for me. But I've started to wonder if, because those things, like the victory that you have, like when someone has hurt you, um, like say professionally, like someone has stabbed you in the back or betrayed you or whatever. Yeah. And you think... The, the the running advice is you'll get your revenge by being successful and showing them and you'll you'll have a great career and like you know whether or not that person ever notices or cares it's for you right and eventually i found those things do happen you get a moment where you go aha i won yeah you know eventually you get it 
and, and your brain decides that's the moment. But I thought, what if you could take control and give yourself that moment by doing a little act of revenge, something little, something menacing. So now you are on the side of like I'm a little revenge. I'm wondering if innocent, cause I was thinking about that whole thing with glitter now. Yeah. There's like glitter grams where I you send that. somebody, which is, it is pretty maniacal. Like that's because terrible. You get glitter all over everything when you open an envelope and then it's like, God yeah. damn it. And it's just annoying. It's pretty funny. But, but how yeah. psycho are you that you would go through with that? Right. Like what? But then I was like, you know what? It's not satisfying because you still have that anger forever. Yeah. I, you know? I wonder, you know, again, I go back to, you know, it's more just revenge is about you getting over something at the, in the end of the day that's what you want and you want the other person to suffer but at the end you just want to move on right. that's what you mentally need yeah and people think that if the other person suffers that will make you feel better but i don't know if it does i don't know if it does then you're sort of like a psychopath right exactly <laughs> so i'm like asking my boyfriend i'm like but he's doing <laughs> it on my behalf so it's more fun for him yeah you know it's not really yeah i don't know <laughs> well for him it's fun yeah because he doesn't give a shit about anyone the listening to this is gonna that knows me would be like who is it it's yeah not, it's nobody it's like it's <laughs> not even anyone that people know but, um <laughs> just some like guy at a pizza place one yeah time i mean that it's was just like, something very insignificant we like don't that. have a veggie yeah. slice left i'm sorry <laughs> i'm gonna get you yeah you'll see yeah okay well we could wrap it up soon we've discussed okay. some stuff and we've gone off topic but it's all been very fun are you having mm, fun i am okay cool i just want to uh i know okay you're not going to do stand up there because that will be in your utopian world forget it you don't need to anymore Mm-mm. you're relaxed yeah here in your heaven there whatever what kind of entertainment would you have on oh i these feel ranches? like there would be talent shows at tina's oh yeah where like everybody just local would, people yeah would do their i love growing up um at my church uh they would do an annual talent show and it was so fun because it was like all it was like your people getting up doing things out of character for them so yeah. like, i always loved the thing i loved about the talent show is that like my like the Sunday school teachers, the men, you know, that were I only saw them in suits would get up and do funny sketches and like right. be funny and loose. And I love that. Um, I love that. I love an old I love an old fashioned talent show. Cool. You know, so like, like somebody who seemed uptight gets up there and is like playing the banjo and you're like, oh, I didn't even know you could do that. You know, I love that. I love yeah. That. Nice little revealing thing for character mm-hmm. that you wouldn't expect yeah uh, so a talent show and i think um you know there'd be just a lot of entertaining entertaining like parties mm-hmm. with our dinner parties and things like that mm. you know just come over and hang out i think i'm really hungry <laughs> <laughs> i'm like actually thinking of mm-hmm. hors d'oeuvres right now yeah, yeah. get some little pigs in a blanket you know well i didn't have a show this saturday and a friend of ours invited us my my wife and i mm-hmm. who's also a comedian and two other another couple over to his place cooked us the best meal made these like special meals special mm-hmm. cocktails you know orders before mm-hmm. and i was like i forgot about how fun this stuff is too because yeah. you right being a comedian that becomes your social life too yeah. it's like shows and all that you stuff. have to have balance yeah just that entertaining with guests and oh my god mm-hmm. so relaxing you get it sometimes i get around certain comedians and i'm like you need to have a life yeah you're too it's usually like a 
comedian that's like six or seven years in. All business, right? Usually a guy. Yeah. But it can be a girl, too. But you know, yeah. they're just like, no, I'm doing like seven sets tonight. What are you doing? I'm like, I'm going to a movie. You know? Yeah. Like, I'm... <laughs> I'm well, they I'm won't right. generate good material if they're they're just performing all the right. time too, because then not they're not exposed to anything. getting any new experiences. But also, I think there is obviously it's it's to each his own. Seriously, your process is your process. But yeah, I think there's sometimes pressure from um, in, in New York, especially. There's a lot of pressure to do things a certain way. Yeah. And to oh, have you done this show, or have you been to Montreal, or have you done a, this? You know, and it's like right. you've got to do that, and it's like I don't care, um, and. You don't have to do anything a certain way, um, but you know, there's some people who be like, "Oh, it's stage time, stage time. You got to have as much stage time as possible." And, you know, do six sets a night. You know, and yeah. these guys are sort of heralded. And some women too are heralded as heroes, and it's like, um, well, actually, um, you mm-hmm. know, for me, it's about quality. So, like, yeah. if I go and I work really hard on one set for the night and I write and I, you know, listen to the set back after and I process it and all that stuff. That actually has been more helpful to me than doing a night where I'm running around to different shows and just being more of a robot. Right. I'm um, more on that side of things as well. Yeah. I so. like to... Yeah, I, I, those guys that are... Like, in Toronto, it's not... I, I know that about New York, but in Toronto, it is like you can do two to three sets a night. Mm-hmm. And the guys that are doing that constantly, it's like sometimes you do think like, well, you're doing all these sets all the time, but... What is it really doing? Like... Do you yeah. notice, like, how well you're doing at these sets? Mm-hmm. Like, do you ever grow yeah. that way? Yeah. It almost becomes this, like, notch under the belt for being busy, but the qual- you're right, the quality's not there. Yeah. I think it's, like, if you if you're ever, if there's comedians listening and you ever feel pressured, like, or that someone's like, oh, you're not as serious about it as I am, it yeah. does not mean that. Right. It's It's about you know your focus do it like, your own way i only yeah. really get into the real crunch like that if mm-hmm. like you have a big showcase yeah or, and you want to memorize you want to make sure it's tight you know yeah. and all that stuff yeah for but sure. other than that have a dinner party because i forgot why we got into this have a dinner party entertain have some friends On over your ranch make your own guacamole mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. get that get the the bowl the stone bowl oh. mortar and pistol yeah, I got it. yeah, we do have to mush it up. I'm getting so hungry, <laughs> and I watched you eat that delicious turkey sandwich too. I know you did. Lucky Sorry. duck, it was really good. Well, anything else you want to add? It's um, a really nice place. You want to? Yeah, uh, I think just in the world in general, there would be no war. Um, yeah, <laughs> there would be no more racism. Yeah, which is oh, I, really? Most of my guests are like tons more racism please no no I'm just no joking. yeah wow who are you interviewing just a bunch of weirdos um no no racism um yeah no poverty um you know i think there are things that could well be three thousand people that's a pretty self-sustaining yeah. we planet. take care of each other yeah you know it's a very small planet yeah um <laughs> yeah and it's diverse yeah there's uh the mayor is transgendered Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Total acceptance. That's what the planet could be called. It could just be called diverse as yeah. fuck. It's not perfect because perfect would be boring. But right. But, like, there's drama in the town sometimes. There's but, political stuff and egos, but it's all for the greater good. Everyone wants the same thing. Right. The day, they work the itself out because they communicate. Exactly. <laughs> we have our talent show and then everything's better. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> releases. Like... Oh, and um, um, everyone's Christian. No, just kidding. <laughs> 
<laughs> Jesus lives there. Um, actual Jesus. The is actual the... Jesus comes back and is yeah. like, you guys, you, you are the only ones that got it. Yeah, what I miss here at Tina's. And everyone's yeah. like, hey, Jesus. Hey, Jesus, come on in, man. What you been doing today? Ah, uh, you know, walking on water. Nice. Well, it's a very nice... <laughs> world that you created there it's a montana vista escape mm-hmm. like i always keep saying vista but I, that's why i it picture is, there's big... vistas all up all over yeah. the place and yeah wesley um taking yeah. care of the animals mm-hmm. wearing uh wearing nothing except for sometimes he wears a nice peacoat mm-hmm. in the winter and you have the hawaiian island escape mm-hmm. tina's little town mm-hmm. nice pizza shop your own garden. Sully's Creek. Sully's Creek. <laughs> yeah. That's where your mom lives. Yeah. Um, what else? 3,000 people. Lots of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Yeah. Entertainment and the talent shows. Mm-hmm. Well, we got it covered. What do you think? Do you feel good about that? I feel good about that. And I actually feel like it could be something tangible for me in my life. Yeah. <laughs> totally. If everything goes really well for the next 10 years. But you know what? You're in LA. Mm-hmm. You're working on these new shows mm-hmm. now, right? Yeah. Just think, if it does get stressful for a sec, go to that place in your mind. I do. I did that on the plane the other day. Sweet. Because I was getting stressed out. Yeah. So I was like, happy place. Are you taking Porter back? No, I guess you go to... I don't know. No, you're going to LA. Never mind. No, I'm going to New York. Oh. I don't know what airport I'm... Okay. Because you're actually really close to an airport I know. Right I now. keep seeing planes fly by. Yeah. <laughs> I was That's like, a I didn't airport? go to that airport. That was a really long drive. So. Yeah, then probably not. You're going to Pearson. Yeah, but the, the there, there is one that goes to New York right there. Yeah. Uh, I wrapped it up all tight and then I started talking about an airport. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? Real life, man. You know what uh, I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, well, thanks so much for coming on Thank and giving me the time me, and... Having me down at the Weston Harbor Castle here in Toronto. Yeah. And uh, enjoy your album recording, which is coming up this mm-hmm. Wednesday. Yep. This is going to come out the week after. Oh, well. But everybody, when you look out for Sarah Schaefer's album and pick it up when yes. it comes out. It's going to be called Chrysalis. Awesome. Which has meaning that you can figure out on your own. It's to whoever, it's whatever you want it to mean. I like that. A stand-up yeah. comedy album that means whatever you It feel. has meaning to me, but I think yeah. people can probably figure it out on their own. Especially when they listen to it, right? Mm-hmm. So go listen to, to listen it when to it comes it out. It. Yeah. All right. Good luck with that. And Thank thanks you. so much again. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Okay, all right, and that was Sarah Schaefer. Sarah, if you uh, listen to your own podcast, thanks so much again for coming on. It was a lot of fun. And you guys, look, keep an eye out for her new album coming out, and also follow her at Sarah Schaefer One on Twitter. Uh, she's super funny and super cool. And that's it. That's another one for us. Stay, stay healthy. Uh, follow us at Utopia to Me, and uh, you know, go look for that uh, it's new it's a new ish podcast so the numbers aren't as hardcore as i want on twitter yet so get them up there follow us uh, you know it's mostly updates but maybe i'll think of something special i don't know maybe i'll show you I'll, I'll attach turkey recipes to my tweets who knows but follow me too at chris lock fun and uh you know that twitter account's healthy i'm always joking if you follow me you already know that i'm insane and i should probably get out of the house But you guys are awesome. Thanks so much for listening again. Thanks again to Sarah. And stay alive and do karate kicks in the sunlight. Enjoy the planet and uh, say peace to a cat. Thank you. Bye.